Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The Podcast. Talk about the best and the worst on the box. Tuesday again, that means it's another edition of the Custard TV Live. Or if you're not listening live, just the Custard TV Podcast with myself, Luke, the editor of the CustardTV.com, home of interviews, reviews and TV news, and joined as always by my loyal sidekick and uh, firm puppy dog, He's here again. Oh no, so it doesn't really count as a psychic noise, does it? So, yes, my name is Gary. Uh, you can find me at Twitter on at the Gary Show. And should you need to find me on Twitter for any reason, uh, it's Luke Custard TV. Find me and find Twitter me. names there. Twi- find Twitter names. Can I congratulate you on getting the Gary Show without any underscores? Remember the old days of the underscores? Uh, that was last year. That was that was the Custard TV Live. This is the all-new Custard TV Live. Uh, yeah, underscores, they're so 2011. Much like um, the reality TV. We want to talk to you about yeah. whether in 2012, in the year where people have really achieved things in the Olympics and things of that nature, whether reality TV still has the same grab as it used yeah. to uh, back in the early part of the decade when Big Brother was a new and exciting concept and where the closest we'd ever got to a singing competition was Stars in Their Eyes or Opportunity Knocks. We'll be talking about that a little later on. Uh, also on the show today, a look at the dramatic uh, upload of drama on ITV, including their brand new series, The Bletchley Circle. First of all, though... Um, to step all over my first point, let's talk about who went into Strictly or who's going into Strictly Come Dancing this year. Not a fan of it particularly, but I know a lot of people are, and they might want to know who has been added to the Olympic, uh, who has been added to the lineup, I should say. Olympic well, it's funny swimmist. that you mentioned Olympics there. So there is a settle, yeah. there is a link between the two. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm not messing about, mate. You think this no. wasn't? It's not all thrown together at the last second. Well, you, I knew what I was doing. You're reading from the script. You're on page two, so I assume you yeah. know what you're doing. This is where I say Victoria Pendleton swimmer is part of the... No, no, no. This is where I get, hey, you got something wrong. It's Victoria Pendleton cyclist. Oh, oh that's never happened Aha! before, has In it? In your face. Who's Maxine the swimmer? Oh, I'm thinking of Beck. Be- Who's the swimmer? Um, that Rebecca was Rebecca Adlington. Adlington. She was well, rumoured to be doing it, to be fair. I'll give you that. She they was sound rumored. similar. Well, let me go uh, from the script and say uh, former... <laughs> Former uh, radio presenter Denise Van Outen's in there. Girls Aloud star Kimberly Walsh. 
Kiddie favourite Danny Hammer, um, former this morning uh, co-host Fern Britton, gymnast. Who my hates. I just thought I'd lay that out what, there. My why does she hate her? I don't do they know. Have a fight? Just, I, I, no, I, I, well, if they, if they, they might do. If they saw each that. other, they, it might happen. Can we organise that? Yeah. Can, Can I, I sell tickets? Can I sell tickets? Can I sell the side for all I care. Okay. Um, Fern Britton, who your mum hates. Jerry Hall. Um, Chris Salmon, who's an actor. Johnny you, Ball. You've missed one there. You've missed Lewis Smith, the gymnast. Oh, G- Lewis Smith, the gymnast. Um, he, he Jerry Hall. The, one, the, 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 the silver medal. Jerry Hall, do you reckon she has moves like Jagger? That would have been hilarious if you hadn't written that down. The thing is... Yeah. <laughs> I thought of it before, Ad. I just wrote it down to remind myself. <laughs> carry the thing on. Is, the thing no, is, carry on. We'll just do Colin Summon, Nicky Byrne from Westlife, uh, Rick A, Sid Owen from EastEnders, and Lisa Riley, uh, formerly of Emmerdale and You've Been Framed fame. Thing is, do we really care? The best one, though, is uh, childhood television star Johnny Ball is on, uh, and I wonder if he'll think of a rumba. Get it? Because he used to do a show called Think of a Number, and then there's a dance called a rumba. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me, Luke? Can you there? Hello? 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 So the line went quiet there. I don't know. Did I crash the internet with that? The internet broke. Internet break. Shall I move on and do something? I'll tell you what, let's pick up between us, okay, uh, or individually, uh, pick a winner, and the winner uh, gets nothing. I think Kimberly Walsh will win. I don't much know. Like, much like the winner of Strictly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a good point. I think Kimberly Walsh will win because she can dance. Um, I would, I'm going to go with Sid Owen. Well done. I think a lot of. Soap fans will watch and vote for him regardless. Nicky Byrne from Westlife is another obvious choice, but let's say, let's say you go with um, Kimberly and I go with Sid. Right, we'll see how we get on. Can we can we move on now from from Strictly? We we shall I shall I say a little bit about some other news that we've heard about? Yeah, please do. Uh, Unfortunately, the first bit of news is that um, the Sky Atlantic program Hit and Miss which uh, starred, starred Chloe Savigny as a transsexual hetman, uh, which was created by Paul Abbott, has been cancelled. Um, Sky are saying it was only ever developed as a one-series show, uh, and they're moving on. But uh, it's a bit of a shame. Um, it, it wasn't. I, I didn't have Sky Atlantic then. I wasn't able to get it, but I'm hoping to get to see it. There's a box set out. My um, favourite thing about Hit and Miss wasn't the programme itself. It was describing the premise to my uncle. Yeah who looked completely <laughs> bemused as I, I carried on. Yeah. So, basically, it's a hitman, but it's a man, but it's also a transgender... Oh, yeah. And he thought, what? 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 What, what channel is this what, on? What? 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 But, and, yeah, uh, I think, to be fair, Paul Abbott has come out and said, you know, don't worry about a second series. Yeah. We weren't expecting one. Um, but I think it's a shame, because it was Sky Atlantic's first original... UK-based drama. It is a shame, but maybe this is the start of many. Let's hope. And uh, we we had I tweeted this out and got a couple of responses. Uh, stalker of the show, Lauren Jones, uh, claimed, "Oh no, has it been scrapped?" She got very into it. Very gritty. Hats off to Chloe for a performance. Must have been tough. Yes. Uh, it prompted me to uh, to say, "What are the best one series American or British TV shows that got cancelled?" A couple of replies uh, at Everett Yao replied, "Firefly" in large text. Um, also got uh, Freaks and Geeks 
Did you ever hear of that one? I, 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 I have. I, I have a freaks and geeks uh, connection. Oh, because right. when I lived in uh, Los Angeles, uh, they oh, right. shot freaks and geeks at my school. Nevertheless, oh, get you. But I don't uh, know that, anything else about it. No, other Just than that. that. Um, Chicky McBee, his chickiness on Twitter, said a couple of shows vanished. The event, flash forward, which I definitely agree with, defying gravity. Uh, and a program called Daybreak, which I remember getting a box set and never watching. Oh, and the Nine, which was a good one. Uh, that we Can I just say who said who said uh, those on Twitter? What was their name? Uh, his chickiness. Okay, his chickiness. Daybreak is back with Lorraine Kelly. Ah, uh, don't worry about bloke it. From, uh, the bloke from the Snowman's in it as well, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. um, and, don't uh, worry, and that's also, been sorted. <laughs> yeah, and he also said the Finder, but the reason he thinks that is unfortunately because, of course, the recent passing of Michael Clark Duncan means they're not sure if they're going to do a second series, mm. uh, which is a shame that happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, very sad. Um, all other I'm always news. bringing sad news at the moment. I, I want some I happy news. I'm bringing happy the news about, podcast about E4. Up a little Give me some bit. happy news. Well, I want to say that E4 have acquired the rights to the Inbetweeners USA. Now, you might think this is good news, but it's not. The Inbetweeners USA is a poor, poor imitation of the yeah. Inbetweeners. Whether you like the Inbetweeners original version or you don't, I think anybody who sits down to watch this is going to think, what the devil have they done to it? Let's not spend any more time on it. Let's move on, forget the whole thing ever existed. Uh, Do you think that, that will even get past one series? I mean, I know it's on MTV in America, it's... so they don't tend to cancel stuff, but well, that'd be interesting strange. to find out. MTV also did Skins in the US. Oh, yeah, that's true, and that didn't last that, a sit more than a series. That didn't last too long, no. So it, 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 I'd be interested. If I had money to put on these things, then I would not back the in-between-a-shaped horse. I would mm. say it has left the stable and it <laughs> broke its leg. Head, heading somewhere over the mountains. Head, talking of mountains, as you know, winter is coming. Oh, no, hold on. I mean, that if you missed the first series of the amba- amazingly epic Game of Thrones, it's being repeated on Monday nights at 10 o'clock on Sky 1. Now, okay, if you don't have Sky Atlantic, you may not even have Sky 1. But if you do, like me, you can enjoy the first series if you haven't already gone out and bought the box set. Uh, it's brilliant. It's kind of a more raunchy adult version of Lord of the Rings. That's what the world needed, wasn't it? A yeah. more raunchy adult version of... <laughs> By uh, adult, I mean more sort of like gore. Well, no, there is actually some of that as well, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the, I like this bit of news because it, it just shows how TV is progressing in the modern world. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to this in 2012. And how do you know this? Because UK TV is going to provide a video-on-demand service for their channels Dave's Dave and Yesterday. Uh, so with Yesterday on Demand, you can actually watch programs that were on yesterday. 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 Oh, that's brilliant. With Dave? You can this watch... Is like a, this is like an Abbott Costello sketch. I don't know what... Yeah, with Dave. You can watch it with Dave or anybody you know who knows a Dave. Those are the um, rules. What, what I would say at the end of that is, really? Yes, they're being added at the end of the month. <laughs> watch for those. <laughs> Oh, because I like that's it. That's gold. Being added that's well. gold. <laughs> UK gold. Okay. Uh, Let's make much. this history we now. We should write TV's press releases. The, well, it's not peak too soon. Uh, the thing is, though, that this is going to launch next month with, as you say, really being added at the end of that month. And it's sort of interesting that, that there's a demand for 
video on demand for these channels that's going to go on mobile devices and become alongside ITV player, BBC iPlayer 4 on demand, all those. And now you'll be able to watch Dave and Yesterday and, and stuff like that. Isn't Dave just Top Gear and QI? Well, it is, but they're also showing the new Red Dwarf. They're also showing um, an American series called Suits, which is very good. Uh, and they did uh, they did do a, a program with Dara O'Brien and, no, and Money and Numbers and things like that, and not that long ago. So they've kind of branched out a little bit. But then the majority of during the um, during the Olympics, they did a very good thing. Where at ten o'clock, uh, no, actually, no, it was during the European Football Championships. At ten o'clock every night, they would show back-to-back episodes of Have I Got News for You. Um, uh, never mind the buzzcocks and things like that. Straight after and straight after there, so you would really get a good like idea of you know you could move over from football to comedy, which I think was a really good idea. They should have shown. They think it's all over. Well, yeah, but that wasn't it was okay. But it's a bit dated. Not that those other shows are. Like, well, depending on how old the Have I Got News for You is, that could be quite. Well, dangerous. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> this was. Can I just check from nineteen eighty four? Uh, before we move on to the reviews, I just want to check. You, you see, he did a show called Think of a Number. Yeah. So you didn't really seem to get And And I said, Rumba. I, I don't know whether you got it. Just give it another thought. Hello? Should we move on to the reviews? Accused finished on Tuesday uh, with yeah, Alan McFarlane. With Alan McFarlane. But I, I, I have to bring this up now. Okay. I. I I didn't think I'd ever have to say this, and I hope it doesn't change anything on the podcast or any future conversations. Ooh, hello, have. here we go. This could be this could be dangerous. I'm sensing danger. I've been talking about TV with someone else. <gasps> what? Yeah, and the thing is, what? we we oh, talked. Thought, for, we had a. We had yeah, a... well, we talked. It started off, um, you know, just normal, and then we got onto TV and. I, I promised to talk get the names right this week. I promise. I know, but it's already happened. Basically, oh, John... we talked about accused, and yeah. it got three point three measly viewers. Uh, yeah, for the final episode. it was up against the mother's son, wasn't it? Which the reason it. that I spoke about somebody else about this to somebody else was they very amazingly brought up the fact this is lower viewers than the uh, opening episode of. Citizen Khan. Eee, and that was on at like 10.40 at night. Mm. Oh dear. Do you think perhaps it was just that it was... It's so gritty, it's so realistic, that perhaps as we've talked about, people just got battered by it a bit. And it, it was a bit... I mean, this one actually had a bit of good news at the end, didn't it? This one had Anna Maxwell Martin playing a prison guard who interacted with other characters from previous weeks, ironically. I don't and, think and it at was. At the end that. of it, you know her, her court case ended up that she was released on 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 uh, probation. I think with this, it just came down to pure scheduling. I think ITV did well with the mother's son on the Monday. People wanted to see how it would end, and so they tuned in on the Tuesday for that. And I think it was that simple. Yeah. I think accused. It was like the fourth episode that you saw it. I take it. it yes. Was actually, it was actually my favourite of the lot. I really, really liked it. No, I think I think my favourite was the second one with the gangs and the shooting. Yeah. Uh, and ironically, you got to see the son who was locked up in that second episode back in this last episode, didn't you? That's he a was good point. I didn't go spot right that. At the end. Yeah. I didn't spot that. We all sat there watching it, going, "What was he from?" And then we remembered it was. 
Oh, well, probably you thought he was from Love Actually, which he was. Which he uh, was, he played, yeah. He, I, he, didn't have a drum, he didn't have a drum kit, though, did he? That's what drew No, me. that's right. Uh, but, um, yeah, I thought that was a really good piece of uh, un- unannounced scheduling. I think the Robert Sheehan thing was obviously more pronounced. You know, they definitely wanted you to recognise Robert Sheehan as the character from the last episode, and that's why they had John Bishop back as a major character. I really I liked John Bishop. John Bishop I... was better than in the third episode. Yeah, I really it's felt more for realistic. Him in this yeah, I don't I know really how that happens. I don't know how you get better, but yeah, um, comedians, really like serious that. actors. It happens more than you think, and it really seems to work. Of course, people forget that Robbie Coltrane, who's most famous now for playing Dumbledore and Cracker, was originally yeah. a comedy actor. So it's just one of those things where people can can do it but i just thought it's such a shame because i hope this doesn't stop a third lot of accused happening i don't think it will i think bbc one will stand no, I, by I, stand by their, their think, choices and i think the dvd release will do well so i think i think on the back of that they'll definitely get any but the only thing that i would say is in recent times a bbc dramas have been uh, announced very quickly afterwards and nothing's been said about accused so no. far and there's also you bring up DVD releases. You can get series one, no mention of series two yet. So I don't know what yeah. that means either. Um, moving on, let's talk about the other uh, BBC One gritty drama because if that's if ITV's theme of drama this year is or this autumn is let's just hit them with everything we've got. BBC One's uh, theme seems to be let's go dark, let's go gritty, let's go yeah. And that's why a lot of people are either loving or loathing Good Cop. We're in episode two. That means we're officially halfway through the four-part series. I loved it. Yeah. The only problem that I have with it is, as I said to you in the episode one, I know where this is going. He has got a bullet for every member of that unit that kicked his mate in and dropped a television on them and it's going to be a case of and I thought they did it very well of weaving in his involvement in a new case or a new situation into his uh, desire to find and kill the guy that was actually contacting him one of the other killers was actually contacting him whereas I think the others will be more people he seeks out and finds it is it is new though. I don't think you could compare it to anything we've seen for a long time. Oh no. I mean I, there've been other revenge type movies, but I can't think of a real revenge type television program where somebody goes on a rampage like this. It'd be interesting to see. I mean you you're seeing this guy kind of getting worse and worse. I mean to me, the irony is this is the kind of thing, you know, when we watch Line of Duty and you saw that character who was kind of at the end of his I'm okay to cut corners. This is like the beginning of Warren Brown's descent, isn't it? Into being being a bad person. And what I like about it is he's so terrible at it. Um, when, yeah. Know, he's making mistakes left, right and centre. not When I say that, I don't mean Warren Brown has read the script incorrectly. What I mean, <laughs> is, <laughs> what I mean is he's not a very good killer or revenge takerist. He's not very no. good at it. Um, and 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 that makes him human. And I think on some level we can all relate to that character. We might not want to admit it, and we might not ever say it, but we can relate to it uh, in more ways than you can imagine. And you can just imagine once you do something like that, there's no going back from it. You can't. And that's the scary thing. That was what made Accused so brilliant as well. That moment of a, a quick decision or a quick action that has repercussions yeah. on the rest of your life. And that's what Good Cop was, is about, and that's 
why I'm enjoying it so much, I think. Warren Brown, if I'm honest, and I'm going to get beaten, uh, much like the cops, uh, I'm not a huge fan of him in a lead role. No, it, it, it's a very strange acting style that he's got. It, it's... I mean, I suppose the thing is, is that you know he did he did play a very similar character in Luther, didn't he? This kind of like a cop that could be taken advantage of by others. But I didn't uh, mind he's, that he's because you had, you had Idris Elba. To, you had Idris Elba uh, in Luther for him to bounce off. In this, we're just yeah. seeing him really, and I don't, I don't, I don't. And I, I think I did somebody see else could have done it better. Somebody did tweet, it's a shame that they killed off the, the other guy because he, he had some chemistry with him, and you're right. Warren Brown maybe is a very good number two actor and is struggling a little bit to be the number one. Hmm. I'm going to pay more attention to how I feel about that in episode three, but that's the one thing that came up is that I like Warren Brown. I've liked him in everything I've seen him in, but yep. whether he's a lead actor and to carry yeah. such a strong role with a lot of gravitas like this... I don't know. I don't know whether can it's I, just... Can I move on to an actor that I think has got that? And that is the incomparable Sean Evans. And um, we can talk a little bit about the last episode of The Last Weekend, where Sean Evans was a tour de force, really, oh my as a lead actor. Oh, my God. Oh, my I have God. One nit- I have one nitpick about that. You didn't see enough is, of Rupert I... Penry Jones's bum. Well, uh, <laughs> I'll pass on that one. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think they introduced the idea of his gambling in his system early enough. No, that's And possibly that's true. a fault of the book, but I felt like the last episode was rushed a little bit in the sense that he suddenly mentioned this magic formula, and then that's what's driven him insane, or it's contributed to his insanity. But I loved that final scene, reminiscent of Seven, when you peel back and you see his workings. In Seven, there's a brilliant opening scene where you, where you think you're looking inside a room, but it's not. It's someone's diary where they've scrawled loads of bits of information, and as it carries on, it scrolls. And it's a beautiful bit in the last weekend as well when you peel back and you realise he's got bits of paper everywhere in a room. I like, I like the idea. We, I don't think, and, and I have watched... I tend to. I don't want this to come as a surprise to anybody. I tend to watch a lot of TV drama. And I don't think I don't think we've seen something with the atmosphere of like this for a long time, possibly never. But I enjoyed the first two episodes of the last weekend so much that I was almost nervous to watch the third in case it we was said all that a bit anticlimactic. We take, yeah, we said that last week. We were a bit worried about the last episode, but we needn't have been. Um, as I, apart from that little bit of a rush, rush at the end, I was glad that he didn't just kill everybody. I was really worried, it's somewhere in the beginning of sort of episode two, maybe towards the middle of episode two, that the end was just, he's killed them all, including the dog, uh, including the kids. I really was quite worried. And I'm glad it didn't go that dark. But I liked, even when we thought we'd seen the end of Rupert Penry Jones' character, I was still going, where's it going to take us next? I know it's going to take us somewhere else next. What's that going to be? And it didn't disappoint. You're absolutely right. I was chuffed to bits with how it ended. I will be getting the DVD of that once it goes down in price a bit because I I remember it too well to get it straight away. But I just... Sean Evans, and again, that could—that's another example of something that could have not been as good if I hadn't have believed Sean Evans from the word go. I, I thought and he was I, and fantastic. I think, I, I think a strong BAFTA front runner, if if there's any justice in the. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. 
In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, and, and, but and talking about pretty... ratings, talking about ratings, last weekend was a flop. But I think that's more to do... Well, okay. Well, there's, there's a program coming back on Sunday nights on ITV. And if that gets ratings, then maybe I'm proved wrong. Maybe it wasn't as good as we thought it was. Well, it got critical acclaim, and sometimes that's good enough. I mean, the hour won a lot of BAFTA shouts and didn't really get the exposure, but the the critics recognised it. And it is a critical acclaim the BAFTAs goes on, really, not ratings. The thing about um, Downton Abbey, I don't know people who watch Downton Abbey. I don't know those people. I do. But but I know people who watch The Last Weekend. It's just a shame that... It wasn't raved about enough. Even by ITV, I don't think it was raved about enough. No, I don't think they quite gave it the... Well, they put it on, you know, before the Paralympics had finished, and, you know, they could have they could have given it a better lead-in. I didn't even see any adverts for it, and I don't... I know I don't watch a huge amount of ITV, but I did watch... You know, there was no ad for it for it's during the X Factor and things like that, or Red and Black, you know. And also, this isn't Sunday night drama. This isn't what you sit down with your parents to watch, really, no. on a Sunday night after slightly your bath. It view times, so... Yeah. This should have been Monday night, Friday night, Thursday night, maybe, but not Sunday yeah. night drama. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being picky about days of the week again. I seem to talk about that every podcast. Well, I will scheduling stop. is is a big thing, and you know, we, we we well, I mean, you can see. I mean, we talk about we talked about the fact that accused got beat by a mother's son. We didn't talk about the fact that Good Cop, despite it being its second episode, got beaten by the Bletchley Circle, which we'll talk about in a minute. So and we, I want to briefly touch on Mrs. Biggs because that yes. was beaten by who do you think you are? You can never second guess the way no. the public is going to go. I would have thought, Mrs. Biggs, everybody knows the story, everybody is intrigued still to this day by Ronald Biggs and the, the great train robbery and all that stuff. I would yeah. have thought, ratings winner regardless. I think, again, this is one that will get more critical than, than, than actual plaudits. I have a feeling that Sheridan Smith, who... Can I just say this? Are there only, like, three or four actors working at the moment? Yes. Sheridan Smith seems to be in everything. Anna Maxwell-Martin... Well, the link is accused. I mean, as you say, you know, everybody's in accused at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Anna I was Maxwell-Martin waiting for Basil Brush to turn Tuesday. up in accused. Yeah. <laughs> You're waiting for Sean Bean to turn up in uh, Bletchley Circle. Uh, accused was on on Tuesday and that's got Anna Maxwell right she was on again on the Bletchley Circle on Thursday mm. uh, Sheridan Smith was in Accused last week then Mrs Biggs this week um, and it, the scapegoat all... she was in on Sunday as well of course yes she was she tweeted about that and of course Warren Brown has been in a lot of things who was the other guy that was in Good Cop uh, Stephen in Graham Stephen Graham yeah so there must just be about five or six actors. There must one be very, very happy, busy British agent at the moment. As I, as I, as I absolutely adore them all, I'm absolutely more than happy well, that's to keep right. watching them whenever. Yeah. 
definitely. Um, so yeah, Mrs. Biggs, I watched 20 minutes, uh, realised that this wasn't actually for me. I'm not a big fan of the period pieces like this, where they're, you know, and I'm not a big Ronnie Biggs train, uh, you know, I know the story, but not a big fan of it. It looked well acted, it looked well done, it just wasn't for me, and I just thought, you know what, there's other things I want to watch other than this, but hey, uh, 3.8 million other people uh, said I was wrong. But that's not good. That's not good by any standards, really. But I for think, a, again, for a Thursday drama night, like this. not a great... Not, uh, Wednesday Thursday night, night, this was. Wednesday. This, this Wednesday was. night, sorry. Yeah. Well, there's five episodes. Let's see whether it goes up in that five-week run. Be interesting to see. I don't know. It's, it's Who Do You Think You Are appears to be a tour de force. I don't, well, I, yeah. See, that's something I've never really... I can appreciate the interest that people have, but I can't, I can't see the... You know the, the massive. No, I know what you mean. I, just... I, I, I'm, I'm of a similar view. I'm not a big who do you want to see? Who do you think you are? I think if I like the person, then I watch the show. Yeah. Uh, whether that's the way to do it, I don't know. So well, that's, that, that's good to have a Punch and Judy reference in the podcast. <laughs> that's the way to do it. <laughs> the word, I know it. Do the we're we're so well. contemporary, uh, it's untrue. Let's, let's touch on the Bletchley Circle, uh, which yeah. beat out Good Cop, as we've talked about, also starring Anna Maxwell Martin. Uh, do you I've think, watched... actually, just talking about the Bletchley Circle v Good Cop, do you think the reason that happened, aside from Bletchley Circle obviously being a new drama that people wanted to check out, do you think Good Cop is just too dark for. Yeah, I think your average Thursday night viewer is probably just thinking, gosh, Good Cop's a bit heavy going, maybe I'll try The Bletchley Circle. Um, The Bletchley Circle, very recently, is based on uh, the fact that a woman who worked at Bletchley, which was one of the code-breaking centres during World War II, uh, nine years later spots a pattern in a serial killer murders uh, that she thinks the police have missed. Um, That's as far as I've watched. That's the first ten minutes that I've watched. uh, And I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep this one. Whereas I said Mrs. Biggs and and, and something else. I I, I quite like the premise and I'm going to keep watching. I think you and I are quite similar when it comes to we're not overly drawn in by period pieces. This is, of course, a period piece. It felt a little different, though. It didn't feel like a period piece. I don't know why. That's why I think it was intriguing. And I think the way they'd done it, the way they'd shot it, and the fact that actually it's very female centric was was good as well. I think that's something yeah. I mean ITV going down that road Mrs Biggs is obviously the uh the front of the story well, there. A mother's son was was yes. was another one that we've we've not really talked about because we both haven't watched a huge amount of it or have you watched it and I've I haven't. I've seen it all. Remember. Yeah, I've seen it all. You've seen it all. Really Hermione Norris it. is is the lead character in that one along with Martin Clunes and And then of course uh, yeah. leaving which started yesterday is uh, got Helen McCroy as the lead role there. So a lot of female centric drama which is a change and which is something different and contemporary and I think the um the Bletchley Circle we spoke briefly about it. Uh, last week, the write-up didn't make it sound like something either of us would want to sit down no. with a cup of tea with. It's ironic actually... though that it has ended up being something that that I, after watching only ten minutes, I think I want to see. Which is sometimes ten minutes doesn't always do a program justice. It's not something I would say you, you, I would recommend for everybody, but sometimes ten minutes on a show you're not sure of uh, could really give you an insight. I, I, I you know, I, re- I recommend it if you've heard something and you think, oh, this isn't for me. But you know what? I'll give it ten minutes. It can it's change your mind. It's very rare, though, isn't it? It's very rare. It's a bit... Watching a new TV show is a bit like buying a house. I've never bought you... a house, so I have absolutely no idea what that's okay, about. Okay, well, renting a house, then, or, or living in oh, a house. Oh, okay. You know, straight, you know straight away when you go in whether it's going to work for you or not. 
you have Ooh. a feeling. And I think when you watch a new TV show, you know within the first couple of minutes, this is either going to be something I'm going to like or something I'm not going to like. And it's very yeah. rare that you get to the end of something and go, oh, actually, I'm glad I stuck with that. I really liked it. Things have to either grab you or or not. The Things grab yeah. you or they don't grab you. And if they don't grab you, there's a chance they've missed their opportunity to grab you. I think um, what a lot of TV does now, which is show you an exciting bit and then flash back, that's always yeah. that's a way of saying if this is going to happen. Just stick with us for an hour and find out how. Yeah, um, I, I suppose and, in that sense, the last weekend was all about that. You know, you knew and accused was and the good copies and accused. Yeah, good copies as well. Yeah, good the little bit started with him cop. with him running through the rain with a gun. We don't know why he had it. We don't know who he is. But immediately we're thinking, yeah. well, how has he got this gun? Why has he got it? What's he done with it? And accused obviously plays on that. We don't know what they've done. We don't know what the crime is, but we know they're in a, a situation that's new for them and exciting. So what, as an audience suppose, member, we're grabbed. What I suppose is that you would say is, I think what, one of the things that you said earlier was, it's amazing in the writing of accused how quickly you feel very much akin to the character after yes. only a short amount of time. And you know the writing is good when you are gripped by a character 10 minutes ago you knew nothing about. Yeah, and exactly. I think he managed to do that in every single episode of Accused. He managed to make you want to feel for these characters, which was incredible. I, talking I don't know of how well do it. Yeah. Talking of well-rounded characters, uh, Doctor Who second episode was on this weekend as well. Uh, another five point five million views down from episode one, but to be to be expected. Normally, Doctor Who tails off a little bit as it builds towards its end of series. Uh, this time, it was dinosaurs in space. Ticks a lot of boxes for me. Next week's it's cowboys brilliant though there is a bit that says that maybe Stephen Moffat was bought a Red Dwarf box set because uh, they did an episode with a dinosaur and then they did an episode with cowboys in it uh, and, and another interesting thing not really TV related but unfortunately Stephen Moffat has left Twitter and no one really knows why the um, thing is about Doctor Who and I was I didn't say this for a second time I was talking about it with the other person sorry the other person and the thing is, I uh, as 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 a non sci-fi fan and as a non yeah. Doctor Who fan, I really struggle with knowing who the target audience is. As you quite rightly say, this one was a bit of fun. Episode two was a bit of fun. It was actually yeah. about dinosaurs on the spaceship, and it was called Dinosaurs on the Spaceship. They weren't messing. It said about what they. it did on the packet. You know, exactly. I mean, it was it was really. And and the, the the other good things about it was again, you know, again we're talking about bit part actors. Uh, this one had um, Robert Mitchell, uh, sorry, David Mitchell and Robert Wedge <laughs> voicing, Robert. oh dear me, David it Mitchell goes again. Robert Wedge voicing uh, two robots and a character from uh, Harry Potter, a uh, very recognisable one whose name escapes me, I don't David even know. Bradley. David, David Bradley. David Bradley, and he was the very The thing good, is, uh, who is Doctor Who for? Let's just talk about that very briefly. Who was Doctors and doc, uh, Doctors on a spaceship? Dinosaurs on a spaceship designed for? My well, initial you know thought would be okay, kids, look, and okay. I don't know. When I watched Doctor Who when I was younger, I was probably 8, 9, 10, 11, and I liked it when I was through my teenagers. So it's obviously aimed primarily. It's on early evening on a Saturday, but it has moved back a bit. It used to be north sort of 5 o'clock. It's now 7 o'clock. I think it's just nostalgic, good British television. I mean, who is Dallas aimed at? 
I could uh, ask. Ladies, with, well, I was until you told me that your mum was going to continue watching it, I was going to say, yeah. women of a certain age... Not with Firm Britain, though, to be clear. Just, she no, won't if be Firm Britain was Firm in Britain. Dallas, she would throw bricks at the Absolutely. television. Absolutely. She would never watch it. She wouldn't even go near it. Well, don't tell her about what happens in episode three of Dallas, where Firm, do, yeah. Britain, Firm Britain, where Firm Britain rocks up at the ranch. Finds oil in South Fork, I believe. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose what's, what Doctor Who does well is it... it I might not know, but it knows its target audience really well, and it knows yeah. what they like, and it delivers week upon week, which is... But again, with the premise, they are able to do just about anything. I mean, Doctor Who could be stuck in a uh, hula hoops factory uh, for an hour, and that would be fine. I'd still watch it. I'd still that, watch that's it. That's the point, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's, the that, that's who watches it. Me and 5.493784 for other million viewers. Uh, ratings for the are not X- accurate, just a <laughs> no. rough idea. Ratings for the X Factor, on the other hand, are yeah. down on the ground. They are beneath my feet at the moment. I can feel I them squirming. I didn't even watch the second episode on the Sunday. I had too many other things to do. I'm sorry. It's far too early to break out a double episode. Rumours are that Simon Cowell flew into the UK, presumably no, on a hot air balloon, had no effect. Um, to edit down the shows and get it perfect. And uh, I don't know whether he did anything or not uh, so that was what our question was are you tiring of shows like this um, and I'm, I have to say in the, in the first episode on the Sunday there was a moment where a guy comes on stage I think you tweeted sub story alert when a guy comes on stage with his crying about uh, granddad died and they played the song at his funeral and I must have a heart of stone because I sat there Completely unmoved, completely unemotional, yeah, me too. and completely yeah. fed up by the whole thing. And I, and I think the problem is, is that I just don't. They think this is a big thing. They think this is, oh yeah, people are going to tune in to see this. As you say, after the Olympics, after the Paralympics, particularly, am I bothered by someone who, oh, I've been told for so many years I can't sing, gets up on stage and sings, and then goes off, and four people judge them. It's grinding on me a little bit. I'm going to stick with it. The X Factor is definitely grinding, and it's clearly grinding on our Twitter viewers. Uh, you have a tweet from the Stalker uh, about this. Do you want to read that one out? Yeah, uh, Lauren Jones has contacted Oh, her. Us. Yeah, I've heard of her. Familiar. Uh, thanks, the majority for, thanks for tweeting, of, Lauren. First time yeah. tweeter? First time tweeter. Th- uh, first, first time, time listener. listener. <laughs> <laughs> she says the majority of uh, reality TV, in her opinion, have had its day. It feels no longer original. Uh, it feels like it's scraping the barrel every year and it's now yeah. full of people at the extremes of society's spectrum uh, and it was much better at the start when it was more of a social experiment on normal everyday people I'll uh, tell you what, Darryl Lauren Jones should tweet Miller. every week because he yeah. brings up, she, brings she should, up she should points. do that Daryl underscore Miller adds I was really tired of reality shows by the second series of Big Brother such shows have proven more durable than I ever imagined. Thanks very much for getting in contact, Daryl. Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's it's tough. I mean, it, it, there's also overload. I mean, as we talked about, you know, the voice is coming back later in the year, early next year. Strictly's on its way back. There'll be another. I'm a celebrity. Get me a television contract. In November, um, will be. You know, and 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 as you say, the last series of The Apprentice was just not there. I I just think the reality show bubble is slowly bursting. Uh, and these the dramas, celib- these dramas yeah, getting I, such a, such good viewership, like Bletchley yeah. Circle and A Mother's Son and Accused when and, it started, proves that there is hunger out there for, for these decent yeah. dramas. 
and I think people want to see difference on television. They've had a lot of reality shows of recent. They want something different. Thank you, you very think... much for everyone who got in contact on Twitter, by the way. Yes, thank you. I, we really appreciate it every week. Do you think, though, that X Factor is, is slowing down for the reasons that we give it? Or because people are just settling back into school life I, and I normal I think it's life? a pattern. I think that you now know that the X Factor is coming every year. Nothing's changed from last year. Not really even the judges. Having the extra judges... Watching the spat between Gary and, and Jerry Halliwell was scripted and horrible, and it was designed to try and make you go, "Oh, what a catty comment!" And it didn't. It just made you go, "What a pillock." Mm. I uh, don't know. I, I found Jerry Halliwell. Somebody said more annoying than when Ale- Alexandra Burke was was. Yeah, there, and, and actually... I read your tweet, and and I I think I saw various comments that um, previous winner. Uh, what was her name? Leona Lewis. Leona Lewis uh, should have brought her personality. She clearly left that out, own poor woman. Well, to uh, be fair to her, she didn't have one when she was on the X Factor. All those well, years this ago. is true. Yeah, she proved that you could win it by actually being a good singer. Ironically, uh, yeah. we ought to move on to our previews before time gets away from us, my dear Mister. Let's do that. Um, yes. One thing I'm really looking forward to: Friday night, uh, Sky One, Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. It's called Meat Boy. Why, really why are you excited? Why are you excited about this? Well, specifically? The, the previous. I'm a big fan of Chris O'Dowd. I thought he was brilliant in the IT crowd, um, and I don't know what it is, but I just think uh, this uh, this is not designed to sound racist. He has a great oh, accent, a funny accent. That Irish accent that he delivers just makes him sound funny. Yeah, some people are funny without trying, and he is certainly one of those people. I'm a bit sceptical about whether I'll care about an imaginary friend thing. And Sky yeah. have done their usual thing of, of, of showing the first two on the same night, which is a common think, thing that Sky seemed to do. It did, and that worked for Dead Boss, for people getting involved and interested in the characters by showing the first two episodes back-to-back. So it is not, it's not unusual. It's not the first time that's happened. Bit of a Tom Jones reference there. Uh, other returning programs: uh, QI returns for series J. That's on Friday night. At yeah, and it's the first time that Victoria Corrin will be part of QI of Only Connect. Oh, really? Oh, she's I like gonna her. On, she's going to be on um, QI for the first time. They don't get too many female guests apart from Sandy Toxvig and Joe Brand normally. Um, yeah. So it's nice to have Victoria Corrin on there. So and and she is there. very good. She's extremely funny on Only Connect. I do love her on that. And generally just love her. Uh, return some dramas uh, that are coming to uh, your television screens over the next few days. An American show called The Glades is starting tonight on Alibi at 9pm. Uh, it's about a former Chicago cop who moves to a small Florida town and joins the state police. Uh, this has got a third up to three series in America. So it's a good pickup for Alibi. Uh, who do show a lot of good quality it's US drama. If it's, if it's three series in, I'm surprised nobody's picked it up before now. But. Well, it, it does happen. Some US dramas do get missed, and then places like Alibi or Watch and Really and things like that, or Universal, do pick them up. Uh, worth watching. Um, I, I have a friend who's watched the whole of the first series and they really liked it. I actually thought it was a decent, self-contained drama. Bearing in also mind that friend also likes Gary, so... Yeah, there's, you take, take it a, with a pinch of salt. Pinch of salt. Also, starting tonight, tonight being a big night for television drama, on a channel called BBC4. BBC4. Home BBC of quality four. Nordic drama, 10 o'clock tonight, Lily Hammer. Now, this stars Steve Van Stant, 
who uh, was in the uh, the mobs, one of the mobsters in The Sopranos, and it actually him playing as a former New York mobster who goes and gets witness protection in Norway. I have no idea what this is like. I haven't seen many previews. There are a couple of clips on the internet if you so wish. I say give it a go. 45 minutes. We've had lots of good Swedish Norwegian drama over the over the last few months. You know, the killing, the bridge, uh, things like that. So I say worth this should be out. called the Lily Hammer. Well, that's right. Yeah, the, having, the, not having the, the in front of it really does bring it down. We'll see uh, whether that works. Indeed. Another comedy starting this week, uh, as many of you were watching know that uh, Charlie Sheen controversially left the television show, show called Two and a Half Men because he fell out with the creator, then went on to winning... And then fell uh, out with life. <laughs> and then fell out with life uh, and has decided to pick himself up and it's his new show called Anger Management and it's being shown on the Comedy Central UK channel uh, 9pm tomorrow night. I hear that this has been warmly received in America because they somehow seem to like watching this man on television even though they're not entirely sure what it is he does that makes it funny. All Charlie say, Sheen is the um, American equivalent of the only way is Essex. People yeah, like I to watch probably, him, they don't quite probably know right. why. Um, I know this was um, advertised a lot. It's on an American channel called FX. Uh, yes. it's not on, it's not one of the main networks but i've never seen it it's a fox never, network it's n- isn't it i think it's yeah, a fox cable network it's never FX. you know it's never been on my radar um and i've yeah. never i've never synced it out but uh, yeah just in general we're still middle of september a lot of stuff happening oh yeah a lot of the stuff and happening. we haven't i know we referenced it earlier but we you know we talked about strictly coming back this saturday downton abbey returns for its third series talk about a major show return it might not be something that we like, but uh, the return of Downton Abbey is, is quite a fanfared event on ITV these days. So much so uh, that they're keeping it so under wraps, they're not giving yeah. out any previews of it. Uh, Downton Abbey fans will be salivating at the idea of it coming back. Shirley MacLaine is joining the cast. Um, also, the, what do you think of ITV's new tagline, Drama Lives, on ITV? What do you think? Uh, that to that come up with something. Um I'm not a big fan of taglines. I don't really think they need it. Well, I don't, BBC I don't... have um, original British drama. That's their tagline. Yeah. And ITV do drama lives on ITV. And for the they've been right for the past few weeks. All the drama for the majority that I've watched has been living on ITV. So. Yeah, and you Downton know, a good and... British drama. Certainly last year, I think the BBC definitely knocked ITV into a cocked hat, as they say. Uh, last year, you know, with the hour and with Luther was out last year. <laughs> they had lots of other good drama. And there's lots of good BBC stuff to come. Uh, we talked about the Crickley Hall one. We talked about Hunted. Uh, they're all and still Ripper to come. Street. So like, Ripper Street is still to come Ripper Street as well. So there's a, there's a lot of good BBC. You know, they're countering back. Uh, that's it. That's there's a lot. There's a lot of tech. we haven't even talked about. I haven't even seen Dragon's Den. We haven't no. talked about Scapegoat or Living or even the thick of it. We didn't even get a chance to talk about that, which returned to a lot of Twitter fanfare, but only 1.2 million viewers on a Saturday night for BBC Two. That's it for us as well. 30 seconds remaining. Just enough time for me to say thank you to everybody who got in touch. And you can get in touch via Twitter anytime the fancy takes you. Luke Custard TV. And you can get in contact with me at The Gary Show. And I have to admit, the Johnny Ball gag I nicked from a bloke called Lino at Linopolis. But just to give him a credit, I don't know whether you got it earlier, Luke, but Johnny Ball, he did this programme show called Think of a Number. Yeah? So, think of a rumba. Hello? Hello?
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.